for 11 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. And welcome back to the Thanksgiving weekend edition of Rosie on the House. And in the house today, we've got a very special guest, Mr. John Junker, Director of Ascension Support Services for St. Vincent de Paul right here in Arizona. Mr. Junker, thanks a million for joining us this weekend. Oh, Rosie, it's an honor to be here with you and your listeners on this wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. We all have so much for which to be thankful, especially at St. Vincent de Paul here in the Phoenix area and across the state with our work. I don't think there's a listener in Arizona that isn't familiar with St. Vincent de Paul, but talk about their presence in Phoenix and how that came about and what y'all's mission is. Well, interestingly, it started in 1946, so we're getting ready for a a big anniversary coming up, uh, 75 years. Awesome. Uh, And uh, started very humbly with a small group of people that said, uh, there's there's some need here in downtown Phoenix. It started at uh, St. Mary's Basilica Church. Okay, uh, was was the, our what's called our first conference, and from from that sprung um, our Dan O'Meara Center, um, our 80 uh, chapters around the state that do so much for people, and has grown into one of the largest charities in Arizona. And interestingly, you know, bigger doesn't always mean better, but we hope so in our case because. We're really uh, blessed to say our St. Vincent de Paul is the largest in the United States and probably the largest in the world. How about that? And that Dan O'Meara Center, I mean, that's like a, that's a compound. That's a campus. There's a lot going on there. Well, and it's all because it's the right time to say this. uh, The blessings we've had from the support in the valley where people want to help their neighbor and find an efficient, good, solid, proven way to do it. So uh, there's a lot of wonderful charities, but we're very grateful, hopefully, to be one of them. And the support we've had is, has built that campus, Rosie, and, and helped us to do so many things as well with our chapters around the state. Well, and, and as, as director of Ascension Support Services, I know you get around to all this. All this but th- that campus, that center, Dan O'Meara Center, um, you've got... A, a pretty significant major administrative building. You've got an agricultural uh, component to it. You've got a housing component to it. You've got a kitchen that feeds how many people a day? Still serving 4,500 meals every day. Every uh, day. Th- through, the, through the pandemic and all, of, all that's gone with it, they've stuck to their knitting and done a great job. Uh, our dining rooms have changed a little bit. Uh, they haven't been serving meals as groups in a building, what they call congregate meals, uh, but but it's shifted to brown bags and, and meal pickup or delivery, and we're still uh, well above the 4,000 meal mark per day thanks to our, our kitchen team. And, Incredible. You know, thanks to the generous, generous people uh, in the Valley and across Arizona. We have many donors across the United States that that maybe have a winter home here or Phoenix is is a place near and dear to their hearts, the Valley in Arizona, and we get support from from all over. And that's that's what's made a difference is the commitment of our volunteers and our donors to just do a good solid job. And and the medical and dental oh, services gosh. y'all offer at that campus. We're, we're so proud of our teams, our 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 crew of volunteer uh, doctors and dentists. Uh, we're 
honored and blessed to say we have the largest charity medical and dental clinics um, in Arizona. And so, um, you know, that's, that's the neat thing about our campus is there's always something there going on that's trying to help people and help families. And then that's multiplied. See, we I like to say we have two arms to embrace clients we serve. Our, our center there downtown and then the other arm is what our, our chapters around the state do. Um, there's a little more than 60 here in Maricopa County and then another uh, 15 to 20 around the state and uh, northern and western Arizona. And I got to tell you, they, they do so much. For example, last year our chapters did more than $2.5 million direct dollars to families, one family at a time, for um, rent and eviction prevention. Uh, they did another million and a half in support for car repairs, uh, back to school, funeral expenses, things that families need that if they didn't get a little help, they might uh, fall into that abyss that would be so, so tragic. So between our center and our staff and volunteers there, all those programs and, and our conferences around the state, uh, our chapters, if you will, it's it's awesome to see that all happen. Feed, clothe, house, and heal with no questions asked. Based on need. All based on need. Now, people look at us and say, oh, you're a, it's nice that you serve Catholics. I, I see that, ST, you're a Catholic. We're, <laughs> we're Catholic in founding, and, and we don't run from that. that that's fine. Uh, some people have a faith background. Others don't. We respect whatever any person believes. But the point is, there's no qualification whatsoever. We never even ask about the faith background of a person we serve all we want to know is, is the need genuine, and how can we help you? Now, obviously, we can't always help everybody, but I got to tell you, the, the level of support and the help that we can give, especially in these times, uh, has, has been wonderful. One example of that is, is our program at our Holly Resource Center um, has helped to distribute. Um, we're closing in on $3 million dollars of federal and state funds. We don't normally get funded. We, we use a very small, tiny share, less than 2% of our budget's government-based. It's really all private. I but love it, that. Well, you know, it, it's. <laughs> we'll talk about that more in a second, too. But but in this case, those funds were made available through the, through the federal government down to our state government, and it had to get out to serve the people. So there are different agencies in the state that are doing that, and we were selected to be one of them because of our chapters around the state, our Vincentians, who can reach those people at communities all over the state and and get the paperwork done and qualified in. And, and right now we're closing in on $3 million that we've helped get that money Ooh. out for eviction prevention. And so it's just a case that there's an opportunity to serve people, and, and we wanted to do it. And that Holly Resource Center is again at the Dan O'Meara it's at uh, our, Center. It's at our center, and it includes uh, our, our uh, uh, what we call special ministries, which is services to, to all kinds of families and people, and also uh, the homeless population downtown. But but in particular, it supports a program called our, our Family Support Services. So that's why uh, the eviction prevention went through that center. Our director there, um, Cherylyn Strong, and a great team of of people that, that work to make sure. Uh, I got to tell you, they're very diligent on the paperwork. We want to make sure all the <laughs> T's are crossed and the I's are dotted because we want to be good partners to all our donors. In this case, it's it's through the city of Phoenix and other cities around the valley and the state that's that's been so good in bringing this aid from the, from the national government uh, down to local people. 
and the and the housing shelter that you've got at the center. Um, we're really proud of that. It's it's uh, Osana Manor. It's uh, uh, sixty beds for men and women. They're seniors who tend to be uh, disabled or uh, veterans. Uh, that that we mm. can serve, and so they have a whole program for them to get back on their feet, to get back ready to go, to get in their own home, and uh, we run uh, about seventy five percent of a success on that of getting people back in their own home and housed, and and reset to start life again. It's an awesome program. Eighty chapters: Payson, Flagstaff, Prescott, Prescott Valley, Kingman, Cottonwood, Bullhead City. Those are our Vincentians all over the state, and they're so faithful. And they're and, and the great thing I love about them is it, it's just at the grassroots. It's just humble service. Last year, Rosie, they delivered over more than two hundred thousand food boxes to homes, or or in their pantries where they serve the families who who get served and helped. And so they're stocking their pantries all the time, working on food donations that come in. It's it's you know when people say, oh. I don't like big charity. It's all big business, whatever. I say, hey, come with me. Let's go see what one of our chapters is doing. You can see how it's done from the hearts by our Vincentians. It's really awesome. More with John Junker of St. Vincent de Paul when we get back. Tuning in, we've got Mr. John Junker here in the house, the director of Vicentian Support Services for St. Vincent de Paul. It pains me that we're fighting this COVID relationship because the dining room and volunteering in the dining room and being able to visit with the people coming in and not just eating, but fellowshipping, that, that, that's a dynamic that just aches my heart. It's not happening. Rosie, you hit it right the nail square on the head because that's so much a part of our culture in St. Vincent de Paul is it's not just about writing a check or providing a food box or helping with those things are very important. But we want to make sure we talk to people one-on-one and are addressing the needs of the heart and being able to deliver that. That's what that's what makes it fun for us as as team members or as donors, to be involved in that in a personal way, it's a very personal way to approach it. And you're so wise to, to see that, Rosie. Well, I, I mean, I mean, you go uh, and the families would be sitting together and y'all would have instructional fun activities for the kids after the meal. And I mean, it became for many families a lifeline to reestablish their life. Um, it, it it has been. And we we keep the faith that we'll get back there and and, you know, I think it'll make us all more thankful for these blessings that I'll confess to you, maybe I took a little bit for granted, mm. that, that we'll, but we'll get that back, I'm sure, with the support of the great people in the state and, and good things that are going to happen, we hope, in 2021. Well, delivering 4,500 meals a day, growing and producing 40,000 pounds of fresh produce at your farm, I think that's really cool. How can the whole, how can our Rosie on the House legion of listeners 
assist St. Vincent de Paul? Oh, thank you for asking. I think the biggest thing might be, you know, right now, as you noted, the, the volunteer opportunities are very limited because of the COVID situation, obviously. But but one of the big things, the state of Arizona really has done a great job in providing a tax credit uh, on, on the income tax for citizens to direct some of those funds to properly uh, qualified charities. And St. Vincent de Paul is blessed to be one of those. So the tax credit is so vital and so helpful, and it's easy to do. Um, all people have to do is go to our website. It's all lowercase. It's stvincentdepaul.net, or call our uh, number for donations. Uh, we call it the uh, Give Line, uh, which is uh, 602-266-4483, G-I-V-E, uh, 266-G-I-V-E. And it's very easy to, to set that up and do that. Uh, we'll get you all the paperwork that will document it. You write us a check, and it's up to $400 for an individual or $800 for a couple filing jointly. And this is money that's not being funneled through a bureaucracy. This is, a, this is money that's meeting a local need immediately and making community impact to the most maximum ability. It, it sure does, and we've been grateful that so many of our donors that I've heard from have done their diligence on where we stand on all those national metrics, oh, international gosh, metrics yeah. in some cases. And because of our Vincentians and our volunteers, we get so much of our help donated that that does keep our expense levels down and it, helps us to take more to the families we want to help and serve. It's astounding what y'all can do with a dollar. Absolutely astounding. Well, we're we're grateful for all the support from Rosie on the House, the Rosie on the House family and family of listeners, and we just hope people would think about a little bit of that tax credit maybe being directed to help us through this trouble as we uh, continue to try and do our best to serve families. And let's go out by sharing with people your new location, the new Hope Chest. Oh my gosh, we're so excited about that. That's the corner, northeast corner of. Uh, Tatum and Greenway in North Phoenix, right there on the Phoenix-Scottsdale border, and it just opened this past week. It's, I got to tell you, it's worth going to see. It's the loveliest uh, hometown. Uh, It's supposed to be a thrift store, but it's not. We don't even call it a thrift store. It's the Hope Chest. That's great. And go go have a look and see, or if you want to donate, but it's Tatum and Greenway, our brand new store, and the benefit from our stores uh, always goes to serve our, our families, uh, the, the, the dollars we generate there from our team at the stores who do such a great job. And if people don't want to shop, they can donate. Uh, all those dollars and those donations come back to serve um, all, all those families and individuals that, that need our help. All right, folks, Arizona homeowners, if we've done anything for your house, home, castle, or cabin this year, helping you get a project done or saving you money on, on any project, I would appreciate if you take a percentage of that savings and log on to stvincentdepaul.net or call 602-266-4483 and be a part of this local amazing operation. Mr. John Junker, Director of Ascension Support Services for St. Vincent DePaul, you have a great Thanksgiving weekend. We echo those sentiments to all of your listeners and coming up for what's going to be a wonderful holiday season as we we all keep chugging through this challenge. Amen. Thanksgiving weekend edition of Rosie on the House. We like to take a part of this broadcast and highlight the different organizations 
that are particularly endearing to me personally. And in this particular segment, I'd like to welcome Mark Bame, the executive director of Military Assistance Mission. Many of you locals know it as MAM. Mark, thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you, Rosie. It's a pleasure. Well, give us just uh, uh, the elevator background speech on the founding of MAM and its purpose. You bet. I, I think most people are aware of this, but uh, Margie Bonds, our founder, uh, founded MAM in 2012, and she did so after her uh, her son, uh, Michael Marzano, who was unfortunately uh, serving our country and was killed in Iraq on May 7th of 2005. And uh, Margie uh, said, this is my mission. I've, I've got to do some things uh, uh, for Michael, because when he was serving, he was uh, often struggling, him and his brothers and sisters, to make things and meet uh, while he was in the National Guard and so forth. So she founded MAM uh, in 2012, and really what MAM is, it serves uh, E5 and below, uh, who right now is, is working poor. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of times, Rosie, you know, these uh, uh, individuals, our military members, are uh, strapped with uh, financial bills. It's tough, especially in this COVID era that we're facing right now. So we help them out with uh, car insurance. Um, and a lot of different other uh, types of things, their mortgage. Um, you know, one of the things uh, currently right now is we're just helping them with food and groceries uh, because of, of COVID. So that's what we do, um, and uh, we're, we're very proud of, of what Margie has started, and, and uh, we're continuing um, all the things that uh, she wanted to make happen. Well, on your website, you all have a pretty extensive list of programs and the, the many ways you've customized helping these E-5 military veterans, the website. Sure, it's, it's azmam.org, and you can simply go on there and, and uh, uh, look at all the programs we have, uh, the financial assistance that we, have, that we provide to our military members, and, of course, how you can donate. More with Mark Bame, Executive Director of Military Assistance Mission, right after this. So give a little bit, oh give a little bit of your time to me. Thank you for staying tuned in to Rosie on the House, where we're talking with Mark Bame of the Military Assistance Mission, right here in Arizona. On your website, y'all have a pretty extensive list of programs. And the, the many ways you've customized helping these E-5 military veterans. And the list just goes on and on and on. But just as of right now in this holiday season, y'all have got a special Operation Santa Claus coming, <laughs> coming up here in just a couple weeks. We do. We're very, we're, we're thrilled about it. We're happy about it because uh, really Sanderson Ford really helps so many different uh, charities. And we're one of those charities. And uh, Sanderson Ford has been doing this for, for a long time. But on December the 19th, uh, we will be hosting Operation Christmas Giving. And, uh, again, that will be December 19th, 220. And Operation Christmas Giving is really eligible to those Arizona military, active duty, National Guard, or Reserve, um, ranks E6 and below. 
And so those families can attend uh, this event and receive Christmas gifts for their uh, children. And it's going to be a little bit different, Rosie, just because of the COVID. You know, in the past, we've had this event where it was very family-oriented. You could go and you could eat and you could mingle around and you could pick your clothing out or your toys. This year, uh, we we think it's going to be pretty good because we're going to package everything for that family, uh, again, because of the COVID. But we're also going to have some uh, Christmas carolers out there. We're going to have Santa uh, obviously, you can't. Uh, you're, you know, if you want to take a picture, it's going to have to be, uh, you know, the distance, uh, the six feet apart. But we're going to have so much more there. It's really going to be a festive holiday event, and we're really excited about it. Mark Bam, executive director of Military Assistance Mission. Now, Mark is here Thanksgiving weekend. Is it too late for an Arizona homeowner that would like to support Operation Christmas Giving? Is it too late to get on the website and support a family or make a donation to make that event extra special for our military families? No, we uh, we actually, uh, you know, December is really a, a good giving month for us. It helps us put on Operation Christmas Giving, and uh, we have on there, if you go on to the MAM site, um, which is uh, azmam.org, and right there, you'll see Operation Christmas Giving. We have uh, programs that you can adopt a family. So our, if you give X amount, our team will pair it up with an Arizona military family. And if you don't want to do the shopping, you can leave the shopping to us, and we'll, we'll get it done for them. But we are expecting over 1,200 military children to serve. Um, and already, we have almost 1,000 already signed up. So... Um, it's a it's a pretty neat deal, and and we're really looking forward to to serving our military. And and, and that Rosie, I think you know it. The, this darn COVID thing has really yeah, hit so has. many people. It has. And 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 this Operation Christmas Giving is just one program. I mean, when you look down the list of programs, GI Gap Grant, Back to School Mission. Com- now, whoever came up with Comfort Keepers, I can tell you that was a great <laughs> one. That is a great program. And then, and then the Dine to Donate. P- yes. Pick one of the participating restaurants, go out and dine, mention ma'am, and 20% of your ticket is going to be redirected to Military Assistance Mission. I mean, these, and that's just like three or four of like 12 programs that y'all have organized. Right. And we, we've been so blessed, you know, um, and our, our board does a great job. And we have a lot of great volunteers that, that put these programs on. And, and Rosie, what we call them is our morale programs, uh, with, that we're supporting our active military through various programs. And each year we're roughly serving around 4,500 military members and their families who benefit from our morale uh, programs. But, you know, with that said, it, it takes a, a little bit of money to, to put these things on. It takes the money to to purchase certain elements. So that's why um, if, if you can donate, you know, $20, $50, $2, it doesn't matter. It all adds up so we can best serve our, our active military uh, members uh, there. But our back-to-school mission uh, on August the 8th went extremely well. And again, with the COVID element, a car just simply drove up. We had our volunteers pack the backpacks for the kids who were right there in the back and off they went and 
And so uh, it was extremely successful. But like you said, we have many, many programs that can benefit our Arizona military members. Well, um, I can't hear the story of Margie or her son or ma'am without getting choked up. That, that's a call you never want to get. And then to get that call on Mother's Day. Yeah, it, and it just, I, I tell you, I, uh, I, I'm with you. Um, every time I talk to her, I think as everybody knows, I don't know how she goes through every single day. But you would never know by her enthusiasm and her zest for life. And I know ma'am is dear to her heart and what she started. And I told her, the only thing is, I don't want to disappoint her uh, with the mission that she set forward. So we got a tremendous staff who works day and night uh, to try to put these things on for our military and raising the, the, the necessary uh, dollars to help them as well. So uh, we're very blessed, you know, uh, and COVID has hit us hard. It's hit everybody hard. But you come in every day and you just keep swinging the best that you can and doing those things, and then things fall into place. They usually do. So uh, we're, we're very fortunate of what we've been able to do this past year and what we're going to continue to do. And mark the website one more time. Sure. It's, it's azmam.org, and you can simply go on there and, and uh, uh, look at all the programs we have, uh, the financial assistance that we, have, that we provide to our military members, and, of course, how you can donate. A great place to direct your Arizona tax credit for the year for the purpose of serving our military veterans. Mr. Mark Bame, Executive Director of Military Assistance Mission, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to share with us your story and the story of your mission. God bless, Rosie. Appreciate everything you do, and uh, Merry Christmas. Well, we appreciate that information on Military Assistance Mission, and I'm asked often, Rosie, how how do you as a family and as a team leader determine where to direct your resources? And I have to admit, I learned it the hard way. Decades ago, uh, I had the habit of saying yes to everybody, and we got spread too thin. Um, So I started, the light went on, and I said, "How, how can I be more focused in directing our team's resources. And then one day I stumbled across this vision statement. We envision a world where everyone has a decent place to live. And I thought, well, if I'm trying to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend, how can I not team up with a group whose vision statement is to provide a decent place to live for everyone? And of course I'm talking about Habitat for Humanity, and we are privileged today to be joined by Mr. Jason Barlow, the President and CEO of Habitat for Humanity Central Arizona. Mr. Barlow, thanks a million for joining us this Thanksgiving weekend special edition of Rosie on the House. Thank you, Rosie. It's a pleasure to be here today, and how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, Well, I can't say, because someone would have us arrested. (laughs) Just uh, let me let me just say there were over 20 Romeros on a plane coming and going. It was a big, big group, but we did it outside picnic fashion. So I have to tell you, it was spectacular. I hope yours was, too. Yeah, same same thing in the backyard. It was great. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, 
as our Thanksgiving celebration changed a little bit this year, Habitat for Humanity and the decades I've been associated with is an organization that I think a lot of homeowners are associated with. Uh, one of the things you can do is volunteer and learn how to drive a 16-penny nail and learn how to hang sheetrock and learn how to hang a door. Things had to change this year, didn't they? They sure did, Rosie. We, uh, we, had, to, we had to pivot like a lot of other groups to uh, uh, learn and adapt and, and ultimately prevail, and I think that's what we have done. Uh, Fifteen homeowners have received keys to their new homes just since the outbreak, middle of March. So even though we shut down for the better part of two months almost completely, mm. uh, we think we figured out how to keep moving ahead. And it does involve less volunteers, as you suggested. Uh, so we are we're building. Uh, we're still building. In fact, we've got uh, 16 homes under construction right now in the valley, all over the place. Another 11 are planned for the spring. But but until we get a vaccine and can put this pandemic to bed, uh, we are using uh, more of our frequent and uh, experienced volunteers. We call them our team leaders and our house leaders uh, because they have been with Habitat a long time. And they know what they're doing uh, rather than bringing in uh, uh, raw recruits, if you please, from uh, from places that uh, don't yet know how to help and drive that penny nail, 16 penny nail, and so forth. So um, that's how we've kind of changed our operations. But as I said, we're still, uh, our board of directors said, we still got our foot on the gas, not on the brakes. Uh, So that's been kind of our philosophy. Well, historically, I think a lot of people know through their church or through their civic organization or through their corporate entity or uh, through their neighborhoods that many of these places would recruit a team and you'd go down and you'd work on a on a weekend with your hands, getting some right. home done for a homeowner who was also there, generally working with their hands. For those people that are would be committed to helping you fulfill your vision of providing a decent place for everyone to live, if we can't get down there and get our hands dirty, how can we help? Well, we uh, like I said, we're still building homes with our more experienced people. But what you can do now is you can donate because our we're still, as I said, we're still building homes. We still need contributions to make those homes go. And we're really delighted that all the way through the end of this year, all of our big corporate sponsors have continued to allow their funding to flow to Habitat, even though they've all shut down all of their, their volunteers. And uh, so that's kind of the new reality. But but people can help uh, Habitat now by a small donation. You know, this is our 35th anniversary in the Valley of the Sun, 35 years. And so we're encouraging people to uh, text the donation to Habitat CAZ for Central Arizona to 44321. You just text 44321 and you text the word Habitat CAZ. You'll be met with a page where you can donate. And if you'd like to donate 35 dollars a month or something like that in celebration of our 35th anniversary that'd be dynamite and oh by the way that adds up to about what you can uh, you can donate on the arizona tax credit and we are an arizona tax credit charity where that money just comes right off of your arizona tax liability all right kind so, of a win-win oh, yeah so here's my sermon folks uh <laughs> if i saved you 
a couple thousand dollars by not investing in something someone promised you return on investment or a couple hundred dollars on a project you were able to do around your home. I'd encourage you to take a percentage of that savings, redirect it to Habitat for Humanity, and then get a tax credit for it. I mean, that's a win, 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 win all the way down the line. More with Jason Barlow right after this. In our long-standing relationship with Habitat for Humanity, they've long said we're about a hand up, not a handout. I'm here with Jason Barlow, the president and CEO of Habitat for Humanity, Central Arizona, and we're talking about Habitat's role in the greater Phoenix area, Central Arizona area, in fulfilling their vision of creating a decent place for everyone to live. And we've had some changes this year. But Habitat, I love when Jason said, we've got our foot on the gas, not on the brake. That's awesome. we got a lot of homes to still need to, to get done. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Barlow, talk a little bit about, gosh, where do we even start? How about, how about the restores and the veteran campaign? Right. Well, our restores, we have, a lot of people don't even know that Habitat has five retail outlets. They're kind of a gently used home improvement store, uh, and we take uh, donations of everything from furniture to toilets, windows, ceiling fans, whatever it is. We also get a lot of scratch and dent appliances. And those five restores sell to you tax-free, and they give you a donation receipt if you donate to them. We have a deconstruction program that's tied to the restores. And uh, what they do is they'll go into your home or business ahead of a remodel, gently remove everything. Uh, using some volunteers and prof- and staff. I mean, these volunteers have done hundreds of these, so they're very, very good at what they do. They'll give you a donation receipt right on the spot for anything they remove. That'll go into our store for sale, and it stays out of the landfill. And that's actually one of the, the items in our charter is that we're about sustainability and keeping perfectly good stuff out of the landfill. So that we love that. We love that aspect of our restore and our deconstruction business. And y'all brought the restore online. Yep, we brought a new restore online just uh, right about the time COVID hit. We did shut down in accordance with the guidelines that everybody suggested. But we reopened in May, and uh, they have been having some record sales. I think it's that pent-up shopping demand. But uh, check out the restores. You can find the restore location at our website, Habitat. Org. There's two in Phoenix, one in Peoria, one in Anthem, and one in Tempe. And they're just busting with great merchandise for uh, anybody. You might even find a Christmas present in there. Who knows? And and the uh, license plate frame, or the license plate you've got now. Oh, yeah. that's uh, That took us quite a while. Governor Ducey signed the bill. It's the... Uh, affordable housing state license plate specialty plate and i'll tell you it looks i've got one on my two cars not one i've got one on each of my two cars and uh they look great it's that habitat blue and uh it says habitat free man on the bottom and oh by the way since it is a statewide plate all 11 habitat affiliates from around the state will benefit from the sale of that plate we get 17 dollars comes back to habitat for every plate that's purchased, and they look good on any car, even at F-250. 
uh, that you have, uh, Rosie. It looks good right on that. Doesn't matter the color either. That's right. It matches. It goes with everything. Mr. Barlow, again, on this Thanksgiving weekend celebration broadcast of Rose on House, I can't thank you enough for carving time to be with us. What last thought would you like to leave the Arizona homeowners about Habitat's role? Habitat's mission, as you've said, is we bring God's people together to build homes, communities, and hope. We've been doing it for 35 years. With God's blessing and continued mercy, we're going to continue for another 35 years or longer. And uh, we we love serving the people of Arizona. We had no, no other dog in the fight other than to help people improve their homes, help the elderly and our senior citizens stay in homes that are safe. We call it aging with grace. We want to help them with age with grace in their own home that's safe and convenient for them. We're helping veterans now in the Valley uh, in, a, in a coordinated program. Any veterans that need our services, we're out uh, helping them. Just get in touch with us, please. And uh, we're all about decent, safe, affordable housing. And Rosie, our partnership of so many, so many, many, many years, and you're coming out building homes, you're helping us get the word out, is so very much appreciated. And uh, have a great holiday season, and I hope all of your listeners and you and your family stay safe and sound. We will. And the specific website you'd like folks to go to to learn more. Right. That is HabitatCAZ.org. And if they want to text to give, they text HabitatCAZ for Central Arizona, HabitatCAZ to 44321. Mr. Jason Barlow the president and CEO of Habitat for Humanity, Central Arizona. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rosie. And folks, I'd like to just reiterate, I get letters at the office all the time. Rosie, I had someone propose to me uh, $2,000 whatever at my home that was going to save me so much money on my electric bill. And I convinced them, look, don't do it. It's a, it's a hoax. It won't work. It, Arizona's not the place to spend that kind of money on this product. They called back and they said, well, you've saved me over $2,000. I said, do me a favor and just take a percentage of that and send it either to the charity of your choice or to one of the three organizations we support. Habitat for Humanity would be one of them. And you can turn the money you didn't waste into a tax credit that goes to work for Arizona homeowners. Now, folks, I don't know how else to say it. That's a win, win, win all the way around. On this Thanksgiving Day holiday celebration of Rosie on the House, we really appreciate y'all being tuned and being a part of the Rosie team. <laughs>